All right, everybody, don't drop that fast forward button. The sponsorship roll call is about to begin. Energy Consulting Limited provides complete project management and general contracting services to a variety of private sector clients on both commercial and residential construction projects. They act as the owner's representatives through the planning, design, budgeting, scheduling, construction, and occupancy processes. Clients appreciate their open, honest, and flexible approach to achieving their project goals. Although they're located in Surrey, BC, Energy works on projects all over the province, including the growing cities of the north and the beautiful coastal towns of Vancouver Island. They're always excited to explore new places and develop relationships with professionals wherever their clients' interests may be. Abacus North is a firm that specializes in mortgage banking solutions for complex projects. In addition to providing financing solutions in a traditional mortgage broker capacity, Abacus North provides direct loans that range from $2 million to $25 million. On a syndicated basis, they provide mortgage banking solutions up to $300 million. In most cases, their in-house capital solutions can bridge financing gaps that traditional lenders are unable to service. They specialize in providing land acquisition loans, construction financing for large-scale developments, income-producing properties, and single-purpose facilities. With a portfolio that includes high-rise, mid-rise, and low-rise condominiums, townhouse developments, shopping centers, agricultural properties, industrial developments, and medical marijuana facilities, Abacus North is at the forefront of creative mortgage banking solutions with a focus on fostering long-term relationships. They are a multifaceted organization that services domestic and international clients with their mortgage banking needs. Complex financing solutions require analytical thinking well beyond a typical mortgage broker relationship. As a result, they focus on providing engineered solutions for their client. Their key differentiation strategy is that they assist clients in actively managing the capital stack in order to minimize borrowing costs while maximizing flexibility. Abacus North focuses on national and global opportunities. Ascentia CPA has a team of new-gen chartered professional accountants that are dedicated to advancing companies using expertise combined with emerging technologies. The team at Ascentia will implement the latest accounting technologies, allowing you to not only run a business, but to run a smart business that will excel in your industry. Their focus is to provide growth-centric, value-added, and timely accounting services for businesses, as well as individuals across Canada. Unlike standard accounting firms, by embracing cloud-based software, the team at Ascentia will provide you with real-time accounting information on a secure platform that is accessible anywhere at any time, allowing you to make better informed decisions and gain more controlled overview of your financial data. The reliability and expertise you will experience with the professionals at Ascentia will assist you in the preparation of corporate and personal tax returns, financial statements, bookkeeping, government filings, tax and estate planning, as well as business advisory services. For more information on the advantages of online accounting and to book a complimentary meeting online, be sure to visit ascentiacpa.ca. We are I've recorded lots of podcasts now, you know, on my own with people. You know, in the morning, night, daytime, in the car, from my bed, 
at the gym, in all these different scenarios. They've had all these different names, they've had all these different tones, they've had all these different perspectives, they've had all these different meanings. But the one thing I have to say is right now is I'm absolutely disgusted. I'm absolutely disgusted. And like what what is so disgusting? Why would somebody be disgusted? The worst part about this is and not even from you know confirmation bias and searching out for the own information of just like what you want to hear, what you want to find, is disgusting how we have this information right in front of us, but we refuse. We absolutely refuse. We we choose not to be able to look at this information in front of us and have that gut check moment. Now, I don't give a shit whether or not that this has anything to do with the shitty relationship that you're in and you just can't admit that you're in it. I don't give a shit if this has to do with the shitty job that you're in and you just don't have the balls to leave it. I don't care. I don't care whether this is the CDC of BC, just the beautiful British Columbia that I happen to be able to live in at this moment right now that comes out with a statement today from one of our top health officials in BC and tweets out that there's absolutely no evidence that the Corona-19 virus can be transmitted through the air. All the shit that has been told us, pumped down our throats, force injected into our minds, minute after minute, hour after hour, again, is a continuation of the bullshit. Then we have this other polarizing subject that happens to be going on right now on top of the shitty relationship that you may be in, on top of the shitty job that you may be in, on top of this COVID-19 thing. And all these things may be great. The things that aren't great is the misinformation out of all of them or one of them or some of them. Then you have the Black Lives Matter movement, which absolutely matters because humanity matters. Black lives matter, white lives matter, Asian lives matter, First Nation lives matter. Everybody does. Every single race, every single person on this human planet of ours, this planet that houses all the human beings, all the biological life, All of them matter. But why do you only see the shit? Why do you only see the worst? It's always, it's inundated, constant inundation of the shit. Constantly. Like when do we get fed up? When do we say, when do we protest not just for Black Lives Matter, not just for the right to real information, the right to non-doctored information, the the right to a non-agenda-based environment that we can make adult decisions. I recorded a podcast saying, stop treating me like a child. She said, stop treating me like a fucking child. How... Can all of this great information to allow us to be able to make a very informed decisions as adult human beings continually be swept under the rug and why do we let it? Why do we choose to be able to do it in our personal lives no matter what's going to awry? The disarray that may be in our lives, why do we choose to be able to sweep the real information under the rug? Professionally, why do we choose to be able to sweep the real information under the rug and just not admit what we already know? Socially, why do we choose to be able to sweep the real information under the rug instead of just opening our eyes and maybe 
going one step further, every single time going one step further to be able to understand and really see what is truly out there. What is truly out there. We're so lazy, we allow our opinions to be formed for us. We are so lazy that we can't think for ourselves. You're in a relationship, so it must be good. You go to work every day, so you must be happy. You watch the news, so it must be true. People are throwing shit through windows, so that must be the only thing that is happening. It is not. All of these things are not. We just choose not to investigate. We choose not to be educated. We choose not to be informed. We do nothing to be able to take one step further to be able to see all the other options that are out there and form a well-educated opinion. The laziness of this has caused atrocities in our lives, atrocities in our communities, and atrocities in our nation. And we're starting to see that. We're starting to see that by our own prime minister taking a 21-second pause because he doesn't have the fucking balls to be able to say what he thinks. You think Justin Trudeau is a leader when he can sit there for 21 seconds biting his tongue because he doesn't have the goddamn balls to be able to stand up for his nation? And he's supposed to represent us? You stand there with nothing to say. And ironically, then people will criticize Donald Trump for saying nothing to, and our own prime minister has nothing to say. Beating around the bush. Not willing to be able to stand up for what he believes in. If he can't stand up for what he believes in, how is he going to stand up for what we believe in? And he is a representation of your voice, my voice, all of our voices. This is his role right now in his life. He has nothing else to do with his life but represent our voice as Canadians. But he can't. And he doesn't. And he won't. So when you wake up in the morning and you see all this information, what are you going to do when maybe in a week from now, they tell you not to wear a mask because COVID-19 can't be transmitted by airborne facilities? It doesn't matter anymore. Just like it didn't matter anymore if kids went to school. Just like it didn't matter anymore whether or not you expanded your stupid fucking bubble. Whether it didn't matter anymore whether... Kids went to a playground. I challenge you this. I've said this to many people. When it comes to the playgrounds, there's no cleaning staff at playgrounds. There's nobody sanitizing a playground. There's no restrictions and limitations to how many kids can play on a playground. And there's no little decals to be able to stand on to make sure that you're standing six feet apart and eagle winging it to make sure that you're safe. No, there's not. These are the little trickle-down perspectives of the truth. Why can I shower at one gym and not the other? Who knows? You know why? Because it all really just doesn't matter. Because if in 20 seconds that COVID-19 can be killed by soap and warm water, but I'm restricted to a three-minute shower, I don't think I need to spell out the math for you when it takes 20 seconds to kill the coronavirus but I'm restricted to a three-minute shower. I believe, I believe in you that you can do the math. When do we stand up? When do people say, I want real information? I want to know the truth. 
Over 60% of people feel that the government is hiding something about COVID-19. I think it's starting to become extremely present. Especially when the CDC, ABC, and the CTV are coming out and airing these reports finally. With the information that has been out there but just not reported about COVID-19. But I applaud people who've been able to stand up in the face of these kind of situations and say, look, this isn't the only story. I seen a man on his Instagram feed that self-proclaims that he's heavily involved in the protest of Black Lives Matter, a young black gentleman in the United States. Fantastic. The most commendable thing that I thought that this man had to be able to offer is in the midst of this, if he truly is doing it, and I'm going to give him credit that he is, in the midst of it, took the time out to say, look, I have a lot of white brothers and sisters. This has nothing to do with you. I'm standing up for what I believe in, but I still love you. I've had, how commendable is that? How commendable that you just took that time to be able to say, I'm just standing up. And you should. Everybody should. Because what's been happening with black people being killed in the States is fucking sickening. Absolutely sickening. But so is the misinformation, so is not allowing us to be able to be adults. Not a, treating us like we can make real decisions. Why you can jump from state to state and province to province. You tell me this. Why can my child go to school in BC and play on the playground, but in Ontario they can't? Well, you say the number of um, positive COVID-19 cases is higher in Ontario. So what? There's probably a lot of dehydrated people in Ontario too. Those numbers are probably pretty high. There's a lot of traffic accidents in Ontario too. Those numbers are pretty high. Why? Because they have more people. This does not mean that it is any worse. This does not mean that it's going to be worse. This simply means that an arbitrary number is high. That really has absolutely nothing to do with mortality in this specific circumstance. Yes, you want to test 10,000 people. That 10,000 number seems scary, but it means nothing. You tested people. 5,000 people tested positive. Congratulations. Again, does not mean anything. A couple hundred people die. That absolutely means something. But that's the number that is real. That's the only number that matters. The only number that matters is the couple hundred. Nothing else. But when we get inundated with the most atrocious information, the most misrepresentation of the facts, and what we do not investigate for ourselves, when we refuse to educate ourselves, when we refuse to be able to investigate what the real story may be, or to fact check that story, not just buy into it, hook, line, and sinker, not just repost something without fact checking, not being able to put in five minutes, because I guarantee you that you'll put in an hour watching Netflix. I guarantee you that you will waste an abundant amount of time cruising through that Facebook and Instagram and Twitter feed to be able to find the misinformation, but you won't spend five minutes trying to understand whether it's real. There's two sides to every coin, every coin. 
But how many people want to understand that? How many people just want to see the shiny side instead of flipping it over and maybe have to put a little elbow grease in to be able to rub off some of that dirt to be able to understand that there's a picture underneath that mud. And this is where we're at today. And look at the unrest. Look at the unrest. You have multiple cities across the globe protesting. It is real. The distrust is real. And we've allowed it to be able to get to this point. We have allowed misinformation across a multiple, multiple major social issues manifest into what it is today. We as a nation, we as a people need to start being a lot more educated, not just rely on these sources that we once may be able to trust. How many of you have heard who the representation for China is in the WHO? Now, this is something that I'm going to speak of very loosely because I haven't fact-checked it myself. But if it turns out to be true that the president of China, his wife, sits on the board or holds an executive position at the WHO, it's a little troublesome. Compares to, or in hindsight to where we've got today with COVID-19. So pick and choose your social issue that you can get irritated, whether it's Justin Trudeau not having the balls to be able to speak his piece and represent us as Canadians. Whether or not it's Donald Trump antagonizing people in the United States. Whether it's not piece of shit white cops gunning down black people for no fucking reason. Whether it's the misinformation of COVID-19. If there's not a wake-up call that is coming, if there is not an in-your-face perspective, right? if you choose to still be blind, if you choose to allow other people to be able to represent your thoughts and your opinions without being educated on those subjects, it's going to be a tough go. It's going to be a really tough go. We are adults. We have the right, we have the responsibility to be able to think for ourselves. And there's absolutely no more time that's more relevant to that than right now.